0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 10-3-2019. That's right, it's spooky season. Semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast I'm Anthony, and I'm back from TwitchCon 2019. I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN, written by Matt Kim. Randy Pitchford exonerated in legal battle with ex-Gearbox lawyer. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford has settled the legal dispute between him and former Gearbox legal counsel. According to a new report, the two have agreed to a settlement while Pitchford has been exonerated from all allegations against him. In a new report from The Hollywood Reporter, the legal battle between Pitchford and former Gearbox legal counsel Wade Calendar that began in December 2018 has reached its conclusion. The decision was discovered in a filing to the Dallas County District Court on Thursday. That's in Texas, by the way. Upon review of all the evidence in the case, it was the opinion of counsel that the evidence exonerated Randy Pitchford from the allegations against him. The official dismissal statement read... All misunderstandings between the parties have been corrected, and apologies were exchanged. Between Because the parties are mutually bound by confidentiality, no additional statements will be forthcoming. Calendar sued Pitchford in late 2018 after he accused Pitchford of allegedly receiving a secret $12 million bonus from Borderlands publisher Take-Two Interactive. Gearbox, Gearbox, <coughs> Gearbox countersued claiming that Calendar borrowed money from Gearbox for personal expenses and never repaid the company. The legal battle became salacious when Calendar accused Pitchford of leaving a USB drive in a Texas Medieval Times with contaminated or which contained con- confidential company materials and pornography. Something Gearbox said were allegations made by a disgruntled former employee with no basis in reality or law. Gearbox also filed a grievance with the State Bar of Texas against Calendar for filing a lawsuit that includes accusations that he knows to be untrue. Well, That's done with. Randy Pitchford seems to be in the media, games media for all of the wrong reasons. And I don't know how he's still with that company. Second is from IGN, written by Matt Kim. Untitled Goose Game definitely not confirmed for PS4 and Xbox One. Untitled Goose Game is honking all across the Nintendo Switch and PC. But it might be some time before the Goose finds its way to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One consoles. House House has told IGN that other console ports of the game of the Goose game are not confirmed despite early earlier reports. Definitely not confirmed, House House developer. Stuart ULSB Cook told IGN in an email after we reached out, or after they reached out, for clarification on a potential port. The question was prompted by an ABC Australia story about untitled Goose Game, in which a PS4 and Xbox One port were hinted at. House House has told IGN that it would be that it would request ABC Australia to amend its story and it appears the story has been corrected. That's not to say a PS4 and an Xbox One version of Entitled Goose Game is off the table. House House hopes the goose will roll out to other consoles and considering how successful it's been on Switch, it's more likelier than not. Awesome. Perfect. I hope that it gets out to every console. I've got a lot of friends online who are playing this who are loving it. Third is from GameSpot and written by Chloe Rad. What a cool name, Chloe Rad. Call of Duty mobile controller support could return. Call of Duty mobile controller support could eventually return, according to Activision VP of Mobile, Chris Plummer. In an interview with Hypebeast, Plummer stressed the importance of fair balance in Call of Duty Mobile and stated that controller support is currently being tested with a portion of players. If Call of Duty Mobile does implement controller support again, it would probably be in the form of separate game lobby, says Plummer. Currently, Call of Duty Mobile separates first-person players and third-person players in its Battle Royale mode to maintain a level playing field for players no matter their preferences. Activision did not provide a time frame for when Call of Duty mobile controller support would return. For now, players can still adjust their touch-based controller preferences in the options menu by selecting either Simple for Automatic Fire or Advanced for more precision-based manual fire. And last, it's a long one, but it's a good one. So, let's get into it. Last is from IGN written by Tom Marks. Magic the Gathering reveals My Little Pony crossover set for charity. In what is potentially one of the most unexpected crossovers around, Magic the Gathering is getting a collaboration with My Little Pony, a three-card promotional set called Ponies. The Galloping will be available later this month, and with all net proceeds going toward Extra Life to benefit the Seattle Children's Hospital. These silver-bordered cards will be sold alongside matching playmats on HasbroPulse.com starting October 22nd, as well as four digital card sleeves available in Magic the Gathering Arena. MTG card designer Chris Mooney told IGN that their team is always excited when we get the opportunity to work on a project like this. Having previously done something similar for 2017's Hascon with promotional cards tied into Dungeons & Dragons, Transformers, and Nerf. With My Little Pony Friendship is Magic ending its ninth and final season on October 12th, Mooney said, We wanted to create a special product for our Extra Life initiatives this year. It seemed like a perfect fit and the perfect time for it. These are silver-bordered cards, which means they obviously aren't actually legal in tournament play, but they do look the part. The three cards, Rarity, Princess Twilight Sparkle, and a double-sided card featuring Nightmare Moon and her Princess Luna transformation, have art that is a blend of the My Little Pony and Magic Art styles by Andrea Reddick, Jennifer Meyer, and John Thacker. Princess Twilight Sparkle's effect even makes reference to other cards that don't actually exist, like Applejack and Rainbow Dash, though Mooney says that this was always meant to be a three-card set. When asked if they'd ever make those cards, he explained that they have nothing to share at the moment but that they have a lot of fans on the team and they had a great time working with the My Little Pony team at Hasbro on this. As for how they picked three ponies specifically, Mooney told IGN that each character was chosen for slightly different reasons. While he said Twilight Sparkle was a more obvious choice as a central character designed to be a fun commander for a pony-themed deck, Rarity was chosen explicitly because of her name. As seen in the picture that IGN provided, her effect even interacts with with a card Rarity. Meanwhile, Nightmare Moon was picked because they wanted to feature at least one villain and the transformation effect naturally came along with that choice. These limited edition cards will be sold exclusively as a box set for $50 between October 22nd and November 5th or until sold out through HasbroPulse.com with delivery only to USA or Canada addresses. There will also be a 3-play mat set for $100 during that time as well as 4 different MTG Arena digital sleeves for $3.99 each available between October 28th and November 4th. All net proceeds will be donated to Extra Life, a charity group that raises money for children's hospitals through gaming initiatives, with these products specifically benefiting the Seattle Children's Hospital. Having the opportunity to celebrate the passion of these two communities in support of Extra Life is incredibly rewarding, Mooney said, and we hope that fans love it as much as we love making it. This is awesome. Something for charity. Something actually really freaking cool. Uh, Magic the Gathering like collectors are going to be all up on this. So if you want this... like. You better log on that website the second they go live because you're going to have to be refreshing a lot. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm/dadsbirdsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbirdsnerds. Twitch at Dads Nerds, Instagram at Dads Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.